I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer programmed reality. Reality. reporting all that's happening in the metaverse. Today, we talked to the founder of Improvatars. Is that how you say it? I guess we'll find out, which is an inclusive group of performers specializing in improvised virtual theatrical events. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm emoji welcome for Calamander. I will hold for applause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is great. You're in Improvatars. Great. I was wondering, yeah, because it's it's a cool uh, play on words, which I guess you improvisers are, are known for, is your puns and your witty witticisms and your game uh, wordplay. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Some of the performers, not myself so much. I don't know. I like dad jokes. I like puns. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's really great having you here, Calamander. Uh, we know you from Altspace, of course. You were uh, one of our uh, Altspace alumni who had this group in Altspace. And you were, I should say, upfront, you know, um, really uh, helped us a lot with our technical ability. And you helped us get this eight camera, cam uh, eight camera rig set up uh, that was invisible. And we'd be able to cut from shot to shot. And I couldn't have done it without you back then. So I just want to uh, publicly say how instrumental you were in making our show great back then. So thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. I mean, uh, you know, I also would have to piggyback on that and say that, uh, you know, Samwise also set up a really good system. Uh, Chortle was also involved. I mean, so there was a bunch of people who we all kind of collaborated to figure out how to get cameras working in alt space. And now all of that experience means nothing. But here we are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I am very curious about that. Before we get into uh, Improvatars, um, you have made the change and where have you ended up? Uh, right now we're in VR chat. Uh, so luckily I was able to kind of uh, reuse a lot of my Unity files and upload to VR chat. So, so right now we're in VR chat and we have our VR chat group set up and all that stuff. So, yeah. Cool. And what are, uh, briefly, what do you think are the pros and cons of your chat? Are you having some things you're like, oh, this was great. If only, uh, you know, Allspace had this, or are you thinking, oh man, I really miss Allspace. What, uh, what's the pros and cons? Um, okay. I will start with the pros. One of the pros is um, I really enjoy the avatar system and how much, um, how much freedom people have over that. Um, it's a double-edged sword, but there's a lot more functionality built into the avatars and a lot more customizable features that you can add to your own avatar. Um, so I really like that though. In the end, I ended up pulling over my alt space avatar and that's what I use over there and it doesn't have any right. crazy functions or anything like that. But I, I do really like the avatar system. Um, I would say that, uh, you know, some of the cons are, are moderating, um, we've kind of handled that by keeping our instances as group instances. So there's not just, um, a flood of random people, uh, off the, uh, <laughs> virtual street, um, right. you know, but, um, for the most part, you know, I, I, I've been pretty happy with the change over there and we've gotten to keep some of the functionality and some of the gaming functionality in the unity files, um, 
you know, in Altspace, we had to build a lot of that stuff after the fact using MREs, which is a system that's kind of a little bit above my head. <laughs> and mm-hmm. being able to build this stuff into the world space using Unity um, so that it's accessible when we're in VR chat is really nice. So. Right. Okay, cool. Um, well, you know, that, that pretty much leads us to, uh, I guess, the origin story of how you gain such technical prowess and how you were able to, uh, you know, um, do all of this in both Allspace and VRChat and how you got into uh, improv. So why don't we, uh, if you could just give us a, a brief summary of how you came to uh, virtual reality and how you came to create a group of improv artists. Jeez. That's a big question. Um, (laughs) Well, I'll start a little bit with my background. Um, A couple, I I spent a couple of years going to Sanford Brown online and I was studying computer animation. So um, I was really interested in trying to get into filmmaking uh, using 3D objects and, you know, animating characters and, and different things like that. I'm really interested in performance. And so that was kind of my draw for that. Um, so yeah, I went to school for a couple of years for computer animation. Um, and then, and so a lot of that experience kind of translated pretty well into unity and 3d modeling and world building and stuff like that. Um, as far as the improv stuff goes, uh, kind of my big draw was I really would like to do improv. I love, uh, whose line is it anyway? And different Mm -hmm. shows like that, that do, uh, improv comedy. And I've always wanted to do it, but the population in my town is just low enough where we don't have lots of opportunities to do live improv theater. (laughs) And um, yeah, so I had uh, a business where I would rent out VR headsets. I was using request one and I was renting that out to uh, people in in their homes to use like over the weekend or for birthday parties and things. And they were kind of sitting on my shelf for a while. I didn't really use them for personal use too much. Um, and then I found some of the social apps and that enabled me to find different actors and different things like that. Um, I can get a little bit into like the <laughs> origin story of the improvatars if you want to, but I want to let you yeah. ask questions. No, absolutely. Too, no, that's, I'll just that... ramble. No, please, uh, not at all. Don't don't feel like you have to uh, keep it brief at all. Um, that that's great. So yeah, I loved it. So you had a, a you were a, you were an entrepreneur who had a company that was renting out virtual reality headsets. Yeah, that's that's how I started. It's actually called Ape Man okay. Games, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm working on a VR game for a for an upcoming uh, you know tech expo that we're doing here in april so that'll be pretty fun so very cool and and i and i you know there's there's certain themes that came across for people who ended up in virtual reality uh and one of them was that they were living somewhere isolated and especially during the pandemic and then this opened up this whole new world of people and uh, you know suddenly you had a global uh neighborhood right online um and so i love that that's uh something that you found valuable that's great yeah, I actually, um, I tried to start a local uh, in-person VR troupe, or not VR troupe, comedy troupe, kind of a improv group, um, you know, a few years prior, but uh, never really got off the ground. And, you know, some of the performers were just clashing and <laughs> it just, yeah. you know, we only ever ended, ended up having a couple get-togethers, but um, yeah, 
So I'm sure that there's the appetite for it in town, but uh, so far I've just really loved uh, performing with my, you know, group in VR and it's super collaborative and really welcoming. So I, I love all the people that are in there. Yeah, absolutely. And you have uh, capabilities in virtual reality that you would have nowhere else, which we'll get into uh, once we get beyond the, the uh, origin story here. But I do want to hear how um, Improvatars began. How did you start with that? And how did you end up in Altspace to start with? Yeah, um, so I was actually just, I hadn't been using my VR headsets very much. Um, and I just kind of woke up one day and I was like, you know, it was like a Monday. And I'm like, you know, I just would really love to do this VR uh, improv stuff. And I got to find a way to do it. Like, there's got to be who's line in VR somewhere. So <laughs> I kind of did a quick Google search and I found Altspace as like an online event hosting platform where you could um, kind of set up your own event. You could moderate the space. And it kind of ticked a lot of boxes that I was looking for. So um, once I learned the event system, I actually set an event up for that Thursday, the same week, not right. knowing the program at all. I was just like, you know what? If I don't schedule it, I'm not going to do it. And so I'll just do it. I didn't have any performers lined up or anything. Um, but I set the event and then I got in there. I started world building a little bit. And I guess it was a public, it was like an open world because then I had people popping in and saying like, oh, hey, I thought you were doing improv right now. And I'm like, well, I'm going to do it Thursday. And just through those like random interactions, I had four performers and a host um, who wanted to do that week. So they all jumped in there and I didn't even host that first show. I just moderated oh. from the back with a couple other oh, people. Wow. And I was just happy to be a part of getting the ball rolling on it. And uh, we ended up having like, like 250 people like pop in and out of the event. It was super popular. Wow. And it was probably one of the most popular ones we did because, you know, Altspace just kind of started because uh, that was just over a year ago, probably a year and a half. Right. And uh, it just, you know, the popularity of it just kind of slowly started going down after that. And, um, but yeah, it was just a really, kind of a wild <laughs> experience going from like Monday to Thursday and building all the buttons and everything in there. I even had the green screen game, the first show because right. uh, I, I figured out that the cameras in alt space couldn't see the world, but they could see screens. <laughs> and so mm. I put the screen behind one of the virtual walls and it was pretty cool. So, Yeah. Very cool. Wow. I mean, it's such a great combination, virtual reality and uh, improv, because I feel like people really want to be engaged and uh, interactive when they're in virtual reality, as opposed to a show like this, where they're just watching and listening to people talk. But we have our YouTube presence and all that. But I, I always uh, I always feel like uh, jealous of the people uh, like yourselves, group like that or stand up comedy, where it's like people are really involved. So I think that's such a it's such a great marriage of uh, the technology and uh, um, an event uh, style. It's great. Yeah. One other thing that's nice about it is that we don't have to spend, you know, too much time on the back end as far as like scripting and getting things ready. Right. You know, we do a little bit of that as far as like prompts go for scenes from the chat and things like that. But, you know, for the most part, the nice thing about improv is that you can just kind of get up there and do whatever it is. And sometimes it's funny and sticks and other times it's, <laughs> not as funny and then you get canceled forever 
Yeah, you get canceled until the next show when you just decide to, you know, host another show. It's no problem. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so I, I have a few shots here. So I don't know if you can see the slides here, but I've got, uh, I decided to choose a slideshow from, from your VR chat show because I can tell it's VR chat because they have legs. Oh my God, yeah. LSpace did not have legs. <laughs> VR chat has like, but I love that you brought your alt space avatar over into VR chat. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's got a couple of minor alterations, like cracked out eyes, but you know, nice. other than that. <laughs> nice. Um, and so, are do you ha often have people who recur over and over again, uh, sort of a, a troop, I guess you'd say, or is it really just open to whoever wants to show up? How do you choose who's on stage? Um, yeah, we um, we do have like in our Discord. Um, we have a lot of uh, actors who have been with it like from the start. Actually, Zarnia right there, she was moderating with me the very first show we did. Um, and Marcy is up in the balcony. She's moderating that show. Um, so she was there from the beginning. And then Shylar was an actor on the first show as well. Um, and then Stevie came along a few months later. He's on the left there. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So Stevie's been in there for probably eight months, nine months. But then on the right there, uh, Tony, that was their first uh, performance in VR at all. Um, but they do uh, uh, in life, uh, you know, real life uh, improv workshops where they get students in there and um, they teach it. So uh, it was really cool wow. to get Tony in there. And uh, that was just just last night. So um, oh. so we have a, a kind of a mix and, you know, really as long as you come to the rehearsal and learn the games and respect the other performers. We don't really have a bar <laughs> for who can perform. Right. Um, you know, obviously if you're, you know, uh, doing something wrong, we may end up kicking you off the show, but for the most part, we're pretty open to whoever wants to try it out. All right. Because, and, yeah. Yeah. And do you choose people from the audience as well? And just like at, in the moment they are involved in the improv or do you really have hosts or that are on the stage in advance? And then they're the ones who do that episode. We, we do like to um, keep the cast to people who are known commodities, I guess, if that makes sense. Right. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing is that uh, Stevie on the left there, um, they do their uh, improv night, which is uh, he has two, improv comedians on stage and then they pull up like you know two uh or three or four um different people out of the audience uh live throughout the night so um because he's kind of got that cornered we just we take care of the more structured uh you know approach i guess for we we have in the past had people come on stage, but then we've had the problem where they'll get up there and they'll say something wildly offensive. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we really want that, you know? So, um, but like yeah. I said, the bar for getting on the show is really low. It's just, you know, join the discord, talk to us, come to a rehearsal, learn the games and then make sure that, you know, you're not going to say offensive things. And then we are pretty happy to have you. Right. Cool. Great. Well, I, let me see here. We've got a next slide here is sort of the system that you've got. I love that you've got this spinning wheel with this beautiful French <laughs> bulldog behind it. And, and so uh, the one that I've got here is a topic that you'll throw out. So I guess you randomly spin the wheel and you, it throws out a topic. And this topic is Mickey Mouse delivering a eulogy. So uh, I, I love that. So how do you come up 
with these topics, first of all? And, and, um, is it like a committee that decides you, do you just randomly do it online? Do you use like an AI? Do you just like chat GBT three, come up with some zany topic for us to improv about? How does it work? Oh boy. I'm, I'm really glad you asked this. Uh, no, um, no, we actually, uh, so it's kind of a mix of all of those actually. So, um, a lot of it, I mean, I would say probably 50% of it, I try to come up with, or at least I curate, um, you know, in the beginning we were getting things from online and then we kind of got used to the format of, of what sort of prompts work well on stage. So I make up a lot of them. Um, and then we do have suggestion channels in our discord. So, um, you know, people can suggest things in there and then the best ones I'll add to the, uh, ever growing list of <laughs> things that we can put on the spinner. Unfortunately, the spinner right now is kind of a relic of our alt space days because, uh, mm -hmm. I haven't, I haven't gotten that set up in VR chat. Um, but what we do now in VR chat is we'll ask the audience for more for prompts and, uh, things like this, you know, this was called impression roulette. And, uh, so that was a specific game that we do, but now when we do them, we have them pre-planned sort of like, uh, I don't tell the performers in advance, but I will write them down in like a Google doc and then pull them out when we're on stage. And so it works pretty well at, that way, but I have used chat GBT to write prompts before we, <laughs> Nice. I've I've put it in there and I said, you know, give me 20 wacky identities for an improv show and it'll spit out, you know, quite a few good ones, you know, so I'll I'll pick out like, you know, maybe five or six that will sometimes get in the rotation, sometimes not. I think for the most part, though, I prefer to just come up with them or have them suggested through the discord. Um, but if we really are running low, I'll, I'll scrape the, the chat GPT barrel a little bit. Um, do you, is there certain topics, like you said, this is uh, the impressions uh, topic. Are there other certain sort of big bullet point uh, topics that you try to cover? Uh, well, yeah. So uh, like when we do let's make a date, uh, it's sort of like the one that you'd see on the uh, Who's Line show where they have hidden identities. So we try to stick with like quirks and identities for that game. Uh, we try to keep them respectful, obviously, like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, I guess I don't need to get into that too much, but um, <laughs> then uh, for other games, I'm trying to think of another game. I mean, pretty much every game we will get a prompt from the audience if we need it. So we'll do like a person, place or thing or a single word or, uh, some sort of occupation. And those ones we like to get shout outs directly from the audience. Right. Um, a lot of it, we really try to kind of hold true to some of the old improv, um, you know, rules or, or expectations when you go to an improv show. But yeah. my only experience with an improv show is in VR. I've never been to one. I've never performed in one live. It's, mm, you know, yeah. watching Who's Line and being in the VR show. So, all right, that's so funny. Um, and I guess you were able to avoid lawsuits by calling it "Whose line is it anyhow?" <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we started with it as being uh, "Whose line is it anyhow?" Because I did. I just wanted it to be slightly different, you know. Yeah. But basically, the graphics and everything were the same. Actually, the original theater was based off of their um, their set. And uh, it was just something that I quickly created in Gravity Sketch. But the, the, 
you know, the theater has slowly progressed over time and we've slowly changed our branding over time. We, for a while, we were just simply Who's Line uh, and that was under their VR game show network. But then we switched to just being the Improvatars live at the Highbrow Theater now. So, so now it's just the Improvatars. We're talking about doing a PG-13 show and uh, I was thinking about, you know, maybe making it in like a castle environment. So I think, I think we're going to do that mm. pretty soon too, but it'll be nice. Very cool. Nice. Well, that brings me to what I, my favorite part about your show. And we went and visited was the sets that you can just spawn out of nowhere. You had, <laughs> a, I remember at one point you had a tree that sort of evolved and just, so you could press a button and this tree would appear, or you've got this uh, diner, diner set. So I love that part about it. First of all, um, are you able to translate that to VR chat and are you still able to do that? Cause that's really the element that I was sort of hinting at before that you can't really do in the real world. Like why would you ever go back to improv in the real world when you could just spawn a tree for a certain gig, you know, or a certain moment. Um, uh, so what are some of the favorite sets you've done and are you able to do that in VR chat? Um, we are. So actually this one is from VR chat. So we definitely can do the, the nice thing with it is I've like, you know, I've got it programmed to the same button. Uh, for the script. Uh, so when I click uh, the uh, themed restaurant button, the chairs and tables all pop up, which is a little bit different from Altspace and it's a little bit smoother now. Um, the thing that I have, I haven't put a lot of time into making the sets because with improv, the tough part is that you can never guess where it's going to go. And right. I don't want to, I don't really want to have like 30 megabytes of of random sets that we just never use right. that people are loading into their headsets so for the most part i've kind of avoided it but i do really like using it for things like this and we also have like kind of a newer uh hammer game i don't know if you've seen that one but um and that uses like you know a lot of you know there's quite a few different vr games that we've tried in the past that um use the vr technology specifically and it's um, pretty fun, not just sets, but but the sets is really interesting. And I would love to do some VR theater where we're using, you know, where, where you're on a stage and you're instantly changing out the entire set. Uh, yep. I used to do set design and construction and oh, cool. and do live theater. And <laughs> I would love to be able to, you know, recreate some of that magic in VR and, and elevate it. Totally. Well, I always thought that the best way to do, like if I was going to do a theater show, I would start where you're in like a virtual theater, but then as the show started, the walls would fall away and you would be in the land that the characters on the stage are in. I thought that would be mm -hmm. such a cool idea, but then I've, I've had people tell me that's too complicated and too difficult to be able to do. That. I don't know. I, that's what I'm dreaming oh, really? of whenever I think of theater. Yeah. I think that there's a way to, do you know i know people have done shaders like where you could look at a wall and it's you know some other 3d space that you can't actually get into so mm. i imagine that there's definitely a way to do that yeah <laughs> i can imagine yeah, a way to be. do it with my limited tech ability you know <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, cool. So what what are what are uh your what are some of the favorite sets that you had or that you've left behind in Altspace? Um I know you had a few. Yeah, yeah. So we went through a couple different iterations. The highbrow is my favorite, um, just because it's you know one I created and um you know we've been using it so long now. 
the original set was just a regular alt space template and we had a lot of fun in that set too um gosh we recreated the us and the uk version of whose line and those were also really fun they've all been very similar where uh you know it's just a desk and four performers and you know it's kind of a you know obviously it's just a set it's kind of the backdrop to you know all of the fun stuff we do in there but um yeah yeah i there's definitely going to be a lot of things that i miss about alt space um you know not yeah. the least of which is some of the other theaters that we were in but luckily with vr chat and some of the other you know even spatial and things like that we, we can if we choose to bring those 3d models back and you know they don't they don't age they don't need upkeep and right. one of my favorite things about performing in vr is that i would never be able to well i can't say never it would be a lot more difficult for me to uh rent out a theater in town uh get 200 people to show up and set dress the set as well as i can in vr uh yeah with zero dollars i mean you know aside from a vr headset and you know maybe the computer to run everything um uh, the the barrier to entry to create things in here that are uh very cool is uh really low and you know for someone like me that's awesome <laughs> yeah no absolutely and and then on top of that you can just spawn whatever you want you could be like oh like, here's a pumpkin head this time or here's like a sword and like you can do that as a part of your improv or i i think i guess what you're saying with vr chat too is that the all the avatars are different so like some one day like a giant anime girl might come in or so or like an orb floats by and that can create all new uh possibilities for uh improv so i i can't imagine ever ever having to uh, once uh once you started in vr to go back for sure yeah yeah there's there's definitely a lot of so i would love to try uh in real life uh you know improv i just haven't done it yet but but yeah there's a lot of crazy tools that are really fun for on stage we haven't we we would like to create a game that's specifically for avatars but this far thus far we've just done games that don't really comment on them the the one odd thing about vr chat is that I could be viewing you as Johnny Android and somebody in the audience could see you as an anime girl. And so if I make a joke about your green jacket, mm. they might in the audience, you know, totally wouldn't work for them. I, I had a performer do that mm. yesterday where they were wearing an alt space avatar, but I was seeing them as um, a, I think it was like a mummy. So like, you know, in that case, I didn't ever comment on their, their look, but it was really funny to be running the show and then peek out of my VR headset at the stream and see them in a completely different avatar because of how it was set up. Wow, crazy. Yeah, I guess that's, that is a strange, uh, I didn't realize that that happened. Um, yeah. Crazy. Well, uh, so we'd love to end the show just talking about the future uh so we'll start we'll start maybe um personally with you and and improv and uh the, Im, the improvatars improvatars where are you guys uh what are you thinking what are your plans for the future do you have any or you're just going to take it day by day uh yeah right now we are just kind of taking it day by day i mean i don't have any plans on stopping doing what we're doing because there's so many people that love it we've got you know maybe 140 people or so in the discord and 
you know, about that many in the, in the VR chat group as well. So, um, so we just kind of keep spitting out um, shows. We do it every two weeks, but um, you know, in the future, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, being able to hand the keys over to other people too, who want to do, that was kind of the original intention by behind making the, the highbrow theater um, mm. back in alt space was, I would really like to just say, all right, well, the OF theater is open this week if anybody wants to come in and use it. And so I think now that we're getting more performers, we are getting to that point where there might be other hosts on different nights. And, and we've already had mm. quite a few different guest hosts, but um, so that's kind of the immediate future. We have talked about doing a PG 13 show rather than just doing the adult theme all the time. Um, so we're thinking about maybe doing like the comedy castle or, or something like that. So um, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of, keeping going with everything. I'm going to keep exploring other apps uh, to see what they have to offer as far as event systems go. Um, mm -hmm. And the performers kind of keep me up on all that stuff. If, if I don't know about it, they'll let me know. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Uh, um, great. And then, so where do you, where do you see all this going in terms of the metaverse and all that? We had a, we've had minor setbacks, I guess some, there seems to be a consolidation period happening. A lot of companies are removing their financing from AR and VR spaces. Uh, how, how long do you think that's going to last and where do you think uh, this is all headed in the sort of five to 10 year? I really think that we're kind of on the cutting edge of it. And I think that there were too many players in there and they were watering down the amount of people who are in here that love it. If that makes mm -hmm. sense, there were too many apps. And I think the kind of the same thing is happening again. It's, you know, bubbles and bursting bubbles. And, you know, I think eventually you'll find a good median where, um, you know, the amount of apps will, kind of plateau where the amount of users is adequate you know um i think one thing that i'm probably most excited about in the future is like some of the new headsets with facial tracking and eye tracking one thing that i think is lacking in the vr improv right now is like facial animations you know i've been um you know mean mugging you the entire show but you can't tell no no but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but i <laughs> you know right. even laughing and things like that you know we're just right now uh kind of a jawbone flapping up and down mindlessly yeah. and and blinking yeah. whenever the the program tells it to so i think in right. the future having some of that for performance is going to be uh oh yeah amazing so oh for sure yeah spatial track i guess Right. I guess the, the uh, Oculus Pro uh, or the, the Quest Pro had that, right? Like they have a lot of facial mm -hmm. tracking and I'm hoping the Oculus 3, which is supposed to be coming out in the fall. I hope that's going to have a, a big jump uh, in terms of that because that's such a big thing, right? It's a, a, a power to emote uh, is the thing that connects you to another avatar uh, besides of course the voice and the personality behind it you want to be able to create that uh, immersion to the next level so i think that's uh, really critical i think hopefully meta's on it yeah and i see some of the steps towards that too like when we moved into vr chat there were a lot of people already doing improv in there there's uh the skits and bits crew they do a lot of great improv mm. uh improv night is in there now um mm -hmm. And there's another group actually called Improv Night with a K. <laughs> they also mm -hmm. do right. improv in there. Um, 
And uh, the thing that I found over there that's really neat is a lot of these people, because they have legs over there, they utilize full body tracking with mm -hmm. legs, and that can that can really, um, you know, give more of an indication of what the person is feeling and doing mm. on stage. And, you know, I think, you know, obviously the next logical leap for that is just uh, full facial uh, tracking and, um, you know, and I'm obviously really excited for smell vision you know, when I can smell my fellow performers, I'll really know right. how they feel about me. Oh, God. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Great. Well, on uh, that thought, uh, how can people get in touch with you if they want uh, to spread their smell to you? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I live up by the Canadian border in Minnesota, so that's probably the only place to <laughs> catch me uh, with your smells. Uh, if you want to right. uh, interact with the performers or anything, you can go to discord.io forward slash improvatars. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, probably the Discord is probably the best place to catch me. I'm Calamander412. And um, yeah, uh, I have a little perch outside of my house for carrier pigeons. I haven't gotten one yeah. yet, but it's out there. So this is a um, moment. I can sense it. You're gonna get you're gonna get a swarm of birds. It's gonna be like that Hitchcock <laughs> movie, and you're gonna be like, no, too many fans. Uh, <laughs> Why uh, did I tell them that they could send me carrier yeah. pigeons? No, exactly. <laughs> Running out of pigeons. Well, yeah, um, it was really great having you, Calamander. Thank you so much for uh, for coming to Spatial and setting up your avatar and and, and getting a familiar with this uh, platform. We're explore, exploring VR chat. Um, the reason we're here is because our our world was so easily uh, uploaded here straight from. Um, from all space but we uh will have to come by the show as well sometime and uh and be in the audience and heckle all of you on stage uh <laughs> with our what did you call it mean mugging yeah <laughs> yeah you can use your emoji wheels to vote for performers or or you can you know use finger tracking to give us the finger yeah, perfect. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you everybody for teleporting into this world cast of Simulation Nation, whether you're with us in virtual reality and spatial, listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or watching on YouTube at the Simulation Nation. Uh, and remember to subscribe to our Instagram at the Simulation Nation, Twitter at Simulation VR, and our Discord server as well for a schedule of events. Then join us next week. Uh, as we talk to Bigger Better Meta, which was another old space alum. We just we just won't let go. We just can't. We were we're still holding on to the old glory. Until then, stay plugged, my friends. Go. There you go. Glad we did it. Yeah. I'm gonna stop my recording. Yeah, I'm gonna try to stop my recording too and see how any how many of them uh worked here. It looks like I looks like we may have done it new system um